0: The problem. You got all
1: the questions. Hey, listen to me let me hear what I'm saying.
0: Okay? Yeah, anything like this could cause uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. This is a new day. Yeah, it is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is when you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Wow. Are you serious? Hey. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
2: I I see y'all started celebrating the fourth by drinking a
0: fifth. I give you America itself!
2: This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty! i have forgotten, as an older gentleman who watched a lot of Johnny Carson, that he always approached every monologue as if he was disappointed to have to do it. That uh-huh. was his whole tone all the time, that sure. this is all terrible. This <laughs> <laughs> is kind of a funny approach. Live from Studio C. Hey, senor. Hey, dimly lit, room deep than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager... Samuel Huntington, Roger Sherman, William Williams, that is his real name, Oliver Wolcott, Thomas McKean, George Reed, Caesar Rodney, Button Gwinnett, Lyman Hall, George Watson, Charles Carroll, Samuel Chase, William Packett, Thomas Stone, John Adams, Samuel Adams, Thomas Jerry, John Hancock, Robert Treat Payne, and a cast of thousands, the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Sort of middle management bloat
1: we got going on. That
2: was a, who pledged their lives and fortunes to this new endeavor. You know, that being said, I heard a person yesterday that convinced me, and I think they're right. And, well, this gets to uh, what Tim Sanford, our friend, wrote in his book, Conscience of the Constitution, about the Declaration of Independence. There's way too much emphasis on the whole declaring independence from Great Britain part of it, and not enough emphasis on the... Laying out what we want to be part of it. I strongly disagree. Nah, I don't. I agree completely. I just thought I'd bring a little drama to the show. I agree. Right. Way, way too plan. much. Of it. It, we, we shouldn't. And I used to think it was bad when people would call it independent. Uh, people would call it Fourth of July. No, it's Independence Day. The Independence is, you know, that's part of it, and that's interesting. And those people did whisk, risk their lives to get away from that country. But the the deciding what kind of country you want to have and laying out in form and this is what we're going to do. That's the big deal. Oh yeah. If they had just been, if they had broke. You know, lots of countries have broken away. As a colony from the country that ran them, and established a, just another crappy dictatorship. Exactly. In fact, appointed a new king. In fact, that's what's happened almost always. So you broke away from France as some African country, or or Italy or whoever was running you for years. Sure. And now you're some crappy little country that's a, a dictatorship. Yep. The real the real meat of the Declaration of Independence is we hold these truths to be self-evident and laying out what we're going to be. Mm-hmm. So Tim was right about his book, and uh, we're going to talk more about that later. I think. Excellent. That's good stuff right there. Hmm, I'll be darned. Um, And then we're going to spend hours arguing about Trump's 4th of July celebration, as it's being described on the liberal news media. That are just so completely, completely sickened with Trump derangement syndrome. Everything is controversial. I was disappointed to see that our soccer team won yesterday, until I realized that the America hater didn't play. Right.
0: Rapino wasn't there, so
2: it was okay that they won, since the American hater was on the bench. God punished her, I think, with the an American injury. Hater maybe a little strong. God punished her with an injury it's for turning against uh, America. Theology you've got going there, <laughs> pretty clearly the case. God smote her hamstring, but just a little. It's a warning! Uh, let's, uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. Ah, oh, wearing your Uncle
0: Sam outfit like you do every year. Nice. Every year. Fantastic, Michael. a little Michael. tight
2: around the middle, but uh, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? How are you this morning, Michael?
0: I'm excited. Uh, today's like the day that um, I just have to get through so I can get to my uh, ribs and my burgers and everything for tomorrow Um I was over at my parents. I was doing some yard work, and also my dad drives up. He's all, help, help me unload all these groceries. He's all, This is for our 4th of July barbecue. I've got some ribs. I've got this. I've oh, got that, yeah. and that. Oh, This is going to be good. That's good stuff right there. So I've got to get my eating pants out. <laughs> and uh, Usually <laughs> I only use them during Thanksgiving, but I might have to break them out. Well, you know? there's no
2: better way to celebrate the birth of this great nation than taking parts of animals and putting them over heat. <laughs> 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 to me... That's the way to go. I it's love that. It's a delicious
0: that. way. Or,
2: yes. or eating to a point that it threatens your health, right? I think that's just the best way to show that you care.
1: Well, not, that's all right. Uh, our right. Not a better way to go. Sacred right.
2: <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Doing very well. Uh, now, as part of the, uh, the the radio empire that is the Armstrong and Getty show, there are, there are a couple different prep services that we use, and, and often they, they offer just kind of generic uh, hey, here are some fun sound effects that you might find useful on your show this morning. Oh, I yeah. do enjoy a nice um, sound effects, and they're usually—it's uh, pretty easy to figure out where their minds are with why they would suggest these. Like, for instance, this morning they have this fireworks. Right? Yeah, you might want to have sound sure. the fireworks on this the July third heading into the July fourth. Perfect, sure, you very um, useful. Uh, this one, uh, just a standby, like a bath filling with water, some running water. Uh, the, you know, you could find scenarios to use this. Could even be used for like frying bacon in a pinch if you're a low budget show or something like that. <laughs> Possible, <laughs> um, but I, for the life of me, cannot figure out why I would need this exact following clip that they only gave two seconds unedited. This is the entirety of that of which they submitted. Why do I need staying alive in the people honking car horns? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good question, right? <laughs> <marketplace>. <laughs> What is that? That's, did I just get passed by a really fun car? Is that what's <laughs> happening here? Wow, yes. they're jamming the disco, Follow them. Follow, me. Follow, me. Follow, me.
0: Follow them.
2: John Travolta in a traffic jam. I think I it's know. like a safety
0: PSA. Yeah. For traveling. <laughs> Staying alive. No, oh, gotcha. Out on the yeah. Yeah. More people traveling than ever.
2: Right. According to Triple I. Yep. Remember your children. Strap them in the back. Be careful out there. No carrying open buckets of gasoline in your car. Certainly, with your fireworks, which you're shooting out of your windows right. at other drivers. Right.
1: And there's there's the Nike
2: shoes. That's the best look at them I've had. I absolutely would have bought those shoes. Yeah. Heck yeah. So now I hate Nike too. So I hate that soccer chick. Right. And I hate Nike. It's good to have a hate list. Yeah. Wearing Nikes again today. I gotta get rid of my Nikes. Marshall Phillips Be sure to our... back up your hate list to the, cra- the cloud, though, in case of a flood <laughs> yeah. or fire. Well, or I forget. That. You hate to forget who you're supposed to hate. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I'm doing very well. I've got a special July 3rd celebrity birthday to roll out for you. Actor, producer, potential octagon combatant, Tom Cruise turns 57 today. 57. Yep. Tom's net worth. Five hundred and eighty million dollars. Oh my God! Tom Cruise is worth almost six hundred
2: million dollars.
0: Yes, and that is after I had a couple of uh, messy divorces. So. I'm... And
2: and God knows what he uh, pays out to the uh, Scientology folks uh, as very well.
0: Very
2: true. Very uh, true. He's, a, he's a Talented young man, though. He's no one doubt. of the biggest movie stars of all time, yeah. isn't he? Oh, oh no doubt. Carlos, and I don't yeah. even, I don't even think of him that way. I guess because there, there's not that many movies I enjoy that he was in. So maybe that's the problem. Uh, Did not, you not, just
1: say you don't enjoy Top Gun? <laughs> right. <laughs> Top Gun's fine. Yeah.
2: But, uh, the Mission Impossible movies have just become so ridiculous. I mean, just every single minute of it is some wild stunt that is clearly designed to illustrate... What great stunts Tom Cruise does. That's the bulk of his money, probably, isn't it? Mission Impossible movies.
0: Yeah, and he's also the producer for those. I mean,
2: how many times are people shot by guys swinging outside of helicopters and smashing into buildings between squeezing off shots? Usually you just walk up to somebody and shoot them, don't Mm -hmm. you? Tom, have you ever considered that? Just walk into the room and cap the guy. They're ready for that. Oh, I (laughs) see.
0: They don't expect the guy to be
2: (laughs) bouncing off of a building. And he may fight Justin Bieber. Right. Which would be very exciting. Finally. Justin Bieber may not walk again. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, July 3rd, the year 2019. Where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially according to FCC rules and regulations, declaring your independence from boredom. At Mark.
0: This weekend is the July 4th holiday weekend, or as your dog calls it, PTSD day. <laughs> Go Yeah,
2: Dogs yeah. 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 don't like loud noises. Uh, them out. Try the CBD oil. I've heard that's effective with some dogs. Or you put them in the laundry room with the dryer running. They don't even hear the fireworks. That's or just crank out the jams. Is that really like a thing? Like the Bee Gees? Yeah, that's what we do. Work pretty good.
0: Wow. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Crisis at the border. We're going to hear from a man who visited a detention center and get his insight into what is really going on. we got one Democratic candidate vaulting into a virtual tie with Joe Biden for first place and... A very important 2020 Democratic campaign death pool update. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. Wow. Somebody might be getting out.
2: We're hoping for a little shake up after the debates. Heck yeah. There's got to be some people that think, I thought the debates would light me on fire, and now I still got 0% and no money. Staffers aren't showing up. My friends don't even call me and ask how it's going. (laughs) My intern gave me the finger.
1: (laughs) uh, Can't wait to hear the It's
2: not going well um how does mailbag look oh it's fine it's great it's super people are angry at nike oh man we might take phone calls later in the show Ah, we're thinking about taking phone calls on the back of the Gallup poll that's out on how many people are very proud of america yes or what various things about america they're proud of we haven't taken calls in a an organized way on this radio show for what a decade I don't been even very know. long time. Been a long time. We yeah. could
0: start our holiday a day early. Well, it... the
2: idea, Michael, is that if it goes terribly, and it might, uh, by the time we get back from the holiday break, we'll have forgotten about it. Is right. the phone hooked up? Has anybody checked to see if the phone's hooked up? Wow, that would be a good first yes. step. Do we have a phone hooked up to the do radio? We still show? have a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> gotta blow the dust somebody, off. <laughs> somebody will have to figure out the phone number. We <laughs> got so a be... landline. <laughs> uh, it's very important to do. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know about where you live, but it seemed like there were more people going to work today for me than most days. So Mm. Everybody must be getting in that day of work before they head out on some sort of 4th of July package of either that day or that and Friday or more. Right. Now, Michael, did you select that uh, simply because that song, simply because it's a, a charming Tom Petty classic or because it is an American themed song?
0: Uh, American themed song. Oh, Excellent. I like well, that'll that. That'll be enjoyable. American themed songs. Theme songs. Yes.
2: I love well, it. I hope that soccer girl doesn't tune in. She would oh, hate to hear that. Wow.
0: Music.
2: Wow. It's an odd jihad you got going there, but I admire your commitment. He's not. Mailbag. (laughs) I got a song in my heart. (laughs) That seems clear. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. The unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. And then T.J. and the committee... Lay out the sins of King George and the English government and how they envision a government should behave differently, and it changed the course of humankind for the better. I'm not so sure. Weasels. That's not in the text, the weasels part. I added that. Yes. I'm with Nike and the soccer players.
1: I think Mm. we should be
2: ashamed of ourselves. Howard Zinn, it's the most racist country ever. Oh, boy. Sorry, I turned it negative. Well, you turned it. Somebody turned it negative. Uh, let's see. Here's some nanny state bull for you, writes uh, Shan. Uh, nothing says Independence Day like the phrase state-approved fireworks. Lord, help me. I just can't even dot, dot, dot. can't even finish the sentence. Um, and I'm afraid <laughs> That is pretty funny. It it didn't state-approved approved out, fireworks. It didn't print out perfectly, but you've got a lot of pleasant-looking uh, cartoon people here. Jack. A pen and ink drawing, including a handsome uh, policeman or fireman or something. Celebrate with state-approved fireworks. <laughs> okay, so some of it is based around, you know, uh, it can start fires in various right. parts of the country. I don't okay, I get a a that. With that, right?
0: I get that, yeah.
2: but the whole, a firecracker is not going to start a fire any more than some of the other stuff you can currently buy. Certainly no more than a cigarette. That's a, you're protecting me from myself. Right. Right. I don't like
0: that Somebody at all.
2: Somebody should. mm No, I get it. Yeah, the nanny state aspect of the fireworks laws makes me insane. The fire part I get, particularly in your, you know, bursts into flames parts of the country. Oh, sure. You can't have people shooting bottle rockets uh, 100 yards into dry fields. Right, right. uh, When whole pounds burn down and and many die. But but why no M-80s or or firecrackers? mm, Why not? Because the government doesn't think you're smart enough to handle things on your own. Right. What want my sacred right to amuse myself with explosives. Huh? And are you going to get more of this or less of this with socialized medicine? Obviously more of oh, it because man. we're all paying for each other. The list of things you're not going to be allowed to do is going to be exhaustive and you will learn to fall in line and to march silently. If I have to pay for that guy's health care, I don't want him to do all kinds of stuff. Right. Right. Moving along. The Nike swoosh, guys. Swoosh is the sound uh, made when the men at Nike got their testicles cut off. God bless America, Samuel. I'm not sure what sort of gear they were using to do the cutting, but apparently it makes the swoosh noise. You Open. can't have an American flag on your shoe. Now, wow. it triggers some people, makes them uncomfortable. I, Joe, yes? I wish they would be um, uh, up front and talk about the conversations, because I'll bet they did the Betsy Ross flag, because they thought, this will inoculate us against anything current. This is so nobody can attach it to Trump, or anything like that. We'll this go clear back to the like founding. Right. 1770s. And still Colin Kaepernick, oh, still, but I still find it bothering. And and the the, okay, uh, we'll back uh, off, we'll back uh, off, we're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. Gutless weasels. Let's see. Ah, open letter to Nike. This is from uh, the fabulous Joe from Tiburon, California. Dear Nike, being a woke male, supporting women's issues and the hashtag movement, I feel you owe all of us a long overdue apology for your Just Do It campaign. The subtle but underlying hostility directed to all who aren't doing it seems to override the wishes of those not wanting to do it. In this day and age, it's not okay, and it makes me feel unsafe. And while we're at it, please come up with a new corporate logo, because I must say that the swoosh reminds me of half of Stalin's mustache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it triggers
2: feelings. Oh, that's certain I'm certain I don't need to explain why that association made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> the swoosh looks like half of Stalin's mustache. It clearly does. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What a message is that to people of uh, Russian heritage. <laughs> Ukrainians. At all. That's fantastic. There's a uh, brief note, since we have a... Small amount of time left uh, from Colin. And guys, I'm watching the coverage of how badly those detention centers are on the border. Um, it, 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 it occurs to me, as far as I know, they're not under arrest. They're just not allowed to go further into the U.S. Um, if they're not under arrest and they don't like their conditions, can't they just leave and go back to Mexico? I don't know if that's true or not. Can I, you can you just say, I'll go back? Can you do that? I would imagine so, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're not serving a sentence. They're in a temporary detaining situation Well, the paperwork is dealt with. Hmm. And we're completely overwhelmed. Well, it's we'll an artificial crisis. Artificial crisis. manufactured crisis. We've got some of that Marshall's news coming
0: up. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs>
2: So Gallup came out with a poll yesterday asking people: Are they proud of America? Very proud, extremely proud, kind of proud, not proud at all, et cetera, et cetera. Lowest number ever of very prouds or extremely prouds, hmm. but super um, duper, duper prouds. But it's still pretty high, and we'll get into the numbers on that later. And so we thought we thought maybe we'd take calls on that later. We got this text. I've been a fag for nearly 10 years. Fag is an acronym, Friend of Armstrong and Getty. I've been a friend of Armstrong and Getty for nearly 10 years. Don't think I've ever heard you take calls. I imagine it could be anything from insightful to tiresome and irritating. Well, it's all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's why I get the cold sweats every time they mention (laughs) it. It's a lot like the uh, human experience. There's joy, there's ecstasy, there's pain, there's boredom. (laughs) There Various <laughs> skin rashes, and <laughs> and wow, toothaches. You
0: get a rash from uh, sometimes. Uh, new metaphor. metaphor.
2: News, uh, news now with Marshall
0: Phillips. A crisis at the border. Federal government inspectors who visited border facilities in South Texas, where migrant adults and children are being detained, released photos yesterday of the overcrowded facilities. The inspectors' report citing a senior government manager calling the situation a ticking time bomb. Auditors from the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General visited five facilities, and their report details several potential violations of federal law. Meanwhile, Fox News talked with the president of the National Christian Hispanic Conference, Reverend Samuel Rodriguez, about his visit to one of the detention centers in question in Texas last Friday. One that had been singled out by Democratic lawmakers as being especially bad. I did not find soiled diapers. I did not find crying children. I did not find deplorable conditions. Quite the opposite. I found amazing people on both sides trying to make a very difficult circumstance better. After looking around and not finding these horrible conditions, the pastor actually asked the agents, Did you guys flip the script just to accommodate people like me? And they went, Pastor Sam, absolutely not. You are looking at the very thing that existed here for a number of weeks. So it's not that we shifted because of any deplorable conditions that were discovered. As for the comment in the inspector general's report about the situation being a ticking time bomb, Reverend Rodriguez says he talked with agents who are also very worried about the overcrowding caused by the crush of immigrants. I would agree and sign off on the statement coming from the Inspector General's office. We got here because Republicans and Democrats both failed miserably. We got here because Congress, Congress is playing politics with millions of individuals, with the sovereignty of our nation, and with the protection of our border. We got here because it's, it's empathy. It's apathy. We got here because of political expediency.
2: Wow. Uh, yes, 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 and yes. Thank you, sir. Boy, the uh, the, uh, the whipping up of partisan angst over this issue, and then the phoniness is just stunning, even by current political standards. Just amazing. How about that whole drinking from a toilet story? We don't have that. Oh, okay, now we do. There's
0: abuse in these facilities. There's abuse. This is them on their best behavior, and they put them in a room with no running water, and these women were being told by CBP officers to drink out of the toilet.
2: All right. I'm in a room with no running water right now. That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Right, exactly. The world famous adolescent, uh, over-emotional college girl, uh, Congress lady. She got them real tries. Well, that too. That's a good She plan. got them. Well, yes, she has them. I've conceded that. But so that story, which has now just gone wild, I mean, it's spread like wildfire. When you get down to it, one woman claimed to one official that one guard said you could drink out of the toilet. Nobody is systematically being made to drink out of toilets. That's fiction. And it's fiction which has been willing... It's, it's just... So much of what used to be mainstream journalism in in America has become tabloid journalism, where the most exciting and lurid and horrific stories are trumpeted, whether they're true or not. It's absolutely ridiculous. Is there a crisis? Are they overcrowded? Yes. 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 That's what they, the Border Patrol and ICE, have been screaming now for months. Do you think some guard told a woman to drink out of the toilet? It's conceivable. That ain't cool. Plus... Well, no, it's not cool. It's, it's one of those things, you say something rude and nasty because somebody's bugging you, and then it becomes portrayed on the national media as if that's official policy. This is one of those. Besides, this is what a lot of the places have. It's the combo sink and toilet mechanism. Now, whether that was what they were talking about or not, I don't know. <laughs> but it's one woman who said at one point, one guy said you can drink out of the toilet, and AOC's pretending it's some sort of... Well, it's stating it's a concentration camp. I don't want to drink out of the toilet. I don't know. My dog seems happy enough. That's a combo like the toilet and the sink, the same thing? I couldn't see that picture. It says, here, take a look at it. It's it's one it's like big mechanism. It, and then I'll I drink out of it and then I pee in it again? No, there's a toilet down below and the sink up above. Wow, I, just, I, don't, I don't want the drinking fountain. Alan Ococchio-Cortez. I don't want the toilet and the drinking fountain that close together. Well, I don't either, but sometimes you have a smallish bathroom and you make your best. Do the best. Not everybody can have the suburban, uh, you know, McMansion. Oh, um. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I tell you what. If I'm, uh, you know, enjoying my morning constitutional, somebody's hovering over me, washing their hands. I it just it's tougher for me to enjoy myself. That's a weird design to, to me. relax. Well, um, you got limited space. So they had the low, a uh, really low number of people hitting the border this month. The numbers were way down. I would assume mm-hmm. that's going to be the result of you get treated crappy. I mean, you don't get to just walk in. You get put in a giant pen and you stand around for however long to get your paperwork, which is the way it's supposed to work. Right. But well, that's, that's pretty crappy compared to I get to walk in and go find my family up in uh, in Oklahoma and start my life. Immediately. So, um, Right. Yeah. Well, and again, the cartels have uh, satellite TV and many of their customers do, too. And the word has gotten around. It's really not a great time. And so people are holding off for a while.
0: All right. And now I've got a very important announcement. We have got a 2020 Democratic campaign death pool update. John Hickenlooper's Democratic presidential campaign oh. may be on its last leg. Uh oh. The former. Which, which one got was, Hickenlooper? Which one of
2: the kind of bland white guys was he? And I, I don't mean white guys prejudicially; just that were there were like six guys that all looked fairly similar. Saying similar things that I thought, right. I've never heard of you and you're never going to be president, and MSNBC didn't tell me who they were. So what do you want? Like where they were on the TV screen? Was he a, month, he, was he a Thursday, Wednesday night or Thursday night? Does anybody know? Where was he standing? He, he was
1: day one. Was day one. Later. He's also yeah. the one who went to go see a porn movie with his mom. Well, I remember yeah, that. Left. Right.
2: Center, right. kind of sandy-haired, uh, amiable-looking doofus. Did he say uh, anything that stood out? Or? Uh,
0: hmm. You watch Debbie Does Dallas with his dad. Oh, time. easy now, Michael. That's undocumented.
2: There were there were a handful that I think yeah. if they didn't show up to the next debate, nobody would even report it in the media. Nobody would notice. Mm. Seems like there's fewer people. I don't know who can count.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> anyway. So moving along. Right. So uh, Hickenlooper's shaky. What's the story? Well, here's the deal. The former uh, Colorado governor shook up his campaign staff this week. He struggled to raise money necessary for a robust campaign. He's saying as far as the campaign staff leaving him, well... Uh, these campaigns are, are long, hard campaigns. You don't always get it right <laughs> with
2: the, the first team. It's going to be short and hard. <laughs>
0: Politico <laughs> says Hickenlooper's senior staff urged him with, to withdraw last month and consider a run for the Senate. You know, there's, so a,
2: there's a bunch of different precedents out there. There's the people that have the big name and disappear, and everybody wonders why they had so much attention in the first place, right. which we've been making fun of a lot. Right. Your Rudy Giuliani's, your Jeb Bush's, Fred Thompson, right? Then there's the um, uh, there's the John McCain version that right. we haven't even talked about. He was uh, considered a front runner, then just went off a cliff in two thousand eight. Yeah, and he was flying coach with 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 one bag and no staff to various events. <laughs> right. He had so little money mm-hmm. because everybody had abandoned him because his polls were so low, and he ended up coming back. And winning the nomination and the, serving two terms as president. Well, losing, but but, right. but winning the nomination. So there's, right. there's different roads to get there. Sure, I don't, I don't know which model any of this is going to be. A Hickenloopers? No, no, no. I'll oh, tell you which road, road. for, for <laughs> Biden dropping in the polls or whatever. I don't mm. I don't know which you know which one this is going to be. Right. They, but but kicking pooper is done. Oh I mean, yeah, no, he's easy. Listen, run for the Senate, you moron. And he said, "Now nah, I'm going to forge bravely ahead into well, oblivion." In his defense, mm. one of our favorite pundits, Lon He Chen, said he thought Hickenlooper was, uh, you know, going to be there for the long haul. Well, it may be.
0: I don't, the way I remember, it. I don't
2: think he's going to be there for the long haul. No, nope. nope.
0: There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips C. Armstrong, at Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
2: I guess, I guess all those people, that, that chunk of people thought, were hoping they'd say something that caught fire and get a bunch of donations or something? Well, yeah, and a guy like Hickenlooper, for instance, you know, a fairly successful businessman, would give you a fair amount of confidence, he became the governor of Colorado. It's not a giant state, but it's a good, solid state. Got a nice rectangular look to it. Plenty right in of mu- the middle. Plenty of mountains. Right. Uh, exactly. Songs about it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he rose to the top of the politics of Colorado. So sure. he thought, obviously, I got it going on. Uh-huh. You know, it's like if if you got to, you know a couple of hot dates going on, one after the other. You start to think, listen, I'm really appealing. I'm an appealing guy. <laughs> you know what? I'm really appealing. And then a, a couple of weeks of people not returning your call, you, the self hatred comes back. Uh, I should
1: have returned some of those other calls. Turns out I'm not the hot item I thought I was. <laughs> I mean, look, exactly. Maybe I should have been nicer to the gals that I was kind of marginal on.
2: Must have been a fluke that two dates in a row. Yeah. So Hickenlooper just thought, you know, obviously the people love me, and it turns out, man, maybe not so much. Man, if you're if you're in that crowd, you've got to do a Kamala yeah. Harris. You got to attack the front runner. Right. Have a viral moment that everybody's talking about the next day. N- nothing about your policy is going to make you stand out and <laughs> No, to no, 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 you're wrong. That's so conventional thinking. And so people see that coming. If you're Hickenlooper, you've got to attack Swalwell. <laughs> you've got to start attacking the other nobodies and taking them I out it, one by here. one.
0: That Mr. Swalwell
2: is a communist. What? Swalwell's over there. I'm I'm barely in this race. I and
1: that might make him go up. In what the are polls. you What are you doing
2: in Swalwell's America? Uh, it's never going to be my America. America. Furthermore, Marianne Williamson doesn't make any sense. None. <laughs> you will start thinking, "Oh, he's right about that." Then you kick him off one after the other.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: This is James Brown. What's the name of this song? Living in America. Yep,
1: part of our USA or America-related songs today. Apollo Creed got him to perform this live when he uh, did the the exhibition match against Ivan Drago and Rocky IV. <laughs> Apollo Creed, <laughs> one of our
2: greatest champions, <laughs> the greatest fictional champion. <laughs> now, is this one of those songs like Born in the USA that sounds kind of patriotic? Have <laughs> <like> you <he'll> listen <laughs> to the words? I don't know. I've never listened to the words, and nobody can understand what James Brown is saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he
2: might have, right there, right there, he might have just said, land of the free, home of the brave, or he might have said, all the founders had slaves. I don't know what she said there. Or he might have said, I'm in to mood for a nice ham sandwich. Who else? Uh, by the way, as I'm about to head to some Gallup news, Gallup is out with a poll just uh, in the last hour. With Donald Trump at forty-one percent uh, approval rating, ah, it's uh, where Which, he lives. Where he lives, man. That, yeah. is, that is where he hangs out. Yep. Um. So we got to this uh, yesterday during the show, and and thought it was pretty darn interesting. What percentage of Americans are are you proud to be an American? Is the question? Pretty simple question. Are you proud to be an American? I quibbled a little bit with the idea of proud in in that I'm I'm very happy that I'm an American. I'm really happy I was born in the United States, and I try to explain to my kids how luck how lucky they are and happy they should be there born in the United States. I didn't create this system, so I don't know if I should be proud. I haven't done anything other than being born on the soil. You haven't but I guess done anything? You've done plenty. To help or hurt? <laughs> it's in the eye of the You people. were saying... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, how proud are you to be an American? 70% of Americans say they are proud to be Americans. But when you break it down by how proud... The 45% extremely proud, that's almost half are extremely proud. But that's the lowest number they've had since they started measuring it. When you said that, I was braced for a really low number. I was ready for my head to explode. My skull has remained intact. Now, now, like a fourth layer of caveat is okay. that they started taking this poll in 2001 nine eleven it was a particularly oh. proud time and I would expect us to go down from there. It, um you get it, it, real, you get just, super proud and right. patriotic during right. times of war. Sure. Um so Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. I there's part of me that Wonders whether some of the uh, intense interest in this poll isn't people trying to reinforce a a, a particular narrative. Well, you can spin it however you want. The distorted distorted narrative you get from the media. Right. Which which is a, a subsection of Americans, which is weird and... Distinct from the normal ones if, of us. If my job was to spin this, it'd be really easy to spin it with the headline, lowest number of Americans proudest ever, lowest number in gals. Gallif- oh, okay, I've seen well, that headline over and over again. If you're not going to take into account of the fact that you started this right after 9-11, I mean, come on. Right. Um, and then the fact that it's almost half are extremely proud, then you, which is the plurality, then you go to 26%... That are very proud. Wait a minute. Now I'm feeling pretty good. Like I said, you get up to uh, um, a 70% of okay. Americans that are proud. many somewhat proud. When you, is that one of those? When yeah. you break it down by... Break it down. sit <laughs> <laughs> a hater. Moderately proud or 18%. 18% hmm? are moderately proud. Then you get the 3% not at all. <clears throat> That'd be like the soccer player woman. Oh, boy. Just let it go. And 9% only a little. Mm okay, you know what? It's but that headline adults. is uh, misleading. You want to break it down by party? For conservatives, it's 70% extremely proud, 22% that next level of proud. Okay. Um, so that's... Virtually everybody. Practically everybody. Mm-hmm. For liberals, it's only 21% extremely proud, but still a fifth. Then 22% moderately proud. Then you get down to a 31% somewhat, pretty, pretty decent chunk, 16%. Uh, only a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the highest number anywhere, uh, as you break it down, of not at all at 8%, which is dang near, well, it's 1 in 11, 1 uh, in 12. Uh, I, I'm a, a reasonable man. I I like to think I'm a reasonable man, more or less. Um, Depends on the topic. Uh, but I don't have a problem with people whose orientation is primarily fixing what's wrong. Or, if I were going to put it in a more positive way, pushing hard that we live out our ideals as a country. That we keep trying to perfect what we're doing. Um, and if if that sometimes takes a bit of a grumpy tone, I'm okay with that. It's where it turns into the idiotic America hating of a lot of the radical left that, that makes me nuts. It's you know the the moronic assertion that this is the most racist country on earth, or we shouldn't have the Betsy Ross flag on the heels of sneakers because it you know brings back a troubling era and that sort of thing. It's just uh, and and the fact that that way out there fringe is informing our kids in schools and colleges every single day, that really bothers me because that is a small subsection. Of the country, but they have outsized influence because of where they cluster in the media and in education. Well, I I wish it would always be as compared to what, as opposed to compared to the ideal that has never existed. Right, right. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with striving for the ideal that has never existed, but comparing us to other countries currently or throughout history um yeah we 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 rank really well when you do that right you know and and I would love to have a gentle a thoughtful a respectful debate with some of the people who who pitch those ideas um but that's about impossible as they will go immediately crazy and start you know uh, calling you a bad person or a racist or whatever uh, if you dare defend the United States of america but so we're thinking if you get next hour of the Armstrong and Getty show, and I think most of you do, that we will take phone calls on this. Are you proud of American? What, what about it? Are you proud of? Yeah. It's a hard question. See, and and if not, you can, it's probably not because of this song. See, and if you can sing the Lee Greenwood classic while you're doing it. Michael, I feel like this almost undermines what we're going for here. <laughs> yeah. Sincerely. It's a sincere question. Are you proud of American? What, and what part of it are you proud of? What is? Yeah, it? why? In short. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. That's the word. Yes, I'm afraid people might say, "Well, I'm proud of uh, the northern part of Mississippi." That's not what we mean by "what part of it." Are you proud <laughs> of America, and why? Simply put, I'm pr- part of the proud of the flat part. I really like the flat part. It's as flat as any country on earth. Hmm. Obviously, when you break it down by years, young people tend to be less proud of the United States than older people. I think that's just a life experience as you get to know the rest of the world and rest of world history. Well, and yes, I think that has something to do with it and the systematic indoctrination in America-hating that they get from a lot of education, which uh, I will spend the rest of my life trying to stamp out. That's my jihad. we are got to figure out our phone number, people.
0: Armstrong and Getty.